Growing your beauty business doesn't have to be overwhelming. It's all about mastering a few key strategies and systems to save you time. Welcome to Beauty Marketing Simplified, a podcast dedicated to helping you on your entrepreneurial journey. I'm your host, April Meese. I'm a permanent cosmetic artist that built my six-figure business while only working three days a week and raising twin toddlers. I'm here to tell you it is possible for you too. With a background in spa marketing, it's my mission to help women worldwide get more profits while pursuing their passion and purpose. Let's transform your beauty business for more income and less stress starting right now. Welcome back to episode number five, Mailroom to TV Show. And we are live on camera one. I heard them say it, and then it was like an outer body experience. It felt like everything was in slow motion, except for my racing heart. <laughs> and of course, I was excited to be on TV. I was on QVC. For those of you that don't know, QVC is one of the biggest TV shopping shows with millions of viewers, but I was there and my hand was shaking and I was about to pick up the skincare product that I was supposed to be promoting and my mind was in a fog. And let me tell you, in terms of the sales and the numbers, it turned out to be a failure. <sighs> Big sigh there because this is something we all go through. And before I explain what happened and the backstory, let me tell you why I'm sharing this. You see, I was on my morning jog this morning and I noticed this epic spider web. I mean, it was fantastic and the light hit it just right and it was huge. And I thought to myself, wow, this spider must have worked like for hours and maybe even days to make this web. And what a fantastic feat. And I almost didn't see it. Again, it's just the light hit it and it kind of glistened. And it reminded me of the journey of being a beauty entrepreneur. And I don't know why, but it's one of those things that it's such a big accomplishment. And sometimes we don't take time to really acknowledge, you know, how much work we've put into it, right? Maybe you are listening to this and you're kind of stuck on the failures. I mean, imagine if that spider was worried that it didn't have any bugs caught in the web, right? But that's what we do as humans. We worry about not having any clients in our business. And we all have those moments where we feel like quitting and giving up, and we have those moments of failure. And it's funny how no one tells you about the moments they felt like a failure or that they felt like quitting, but I wanted to share with you one of my big disappointments and share this story that I promise has a nice ending, so it will be inspirational, but just to also let you know that you're not alone on your journey. And to take a moment to really recognize all the work that you've put into this and you know, pat yourself on the back for that because that is amazing. High five to you. You are amazing. So let me back up just a tiny bit to kind of show you the journey. So one of my first jobs, other than babysitting, was when I was 15, I got a job at my dad's office in the mailroom. So as in working the mailroom in terms of licking envelopes. <laughs> so seriously, not glamorous. 
So I would sit on the floor in this back closet and I would get, I think it was something like 10 cents an envelope. It might've even been less, but I would you know, lick these envelopes and I'd have that nasty taste and then the paper cuts on my lips. And then finally I got smart and I got a wet rag and I would line up all the envelopes and then I could do, you know, seven to 10 at a time. And I was banging out these envelopes and I was making some good money, you know, for 15. And I was a fast learner and a hard worker. So the owner moved me to a small desk, a small little office, and he had me making phone calls to buy commercial ad space for TV shows like Donahue and Maury Povich. I mean, this is way back in the early 80s, maybe mid 80s. So I would price out the ads and I would schedule their TV commercials for the company. It was the company was called Video Technical Institute, which then led me to getting on a commercial for the company. So it was just a small part and I was 16 and I had a small part on this commercial, but that gave me a little bit of TV experience. So fast forward to when I'm working for Dr. Dennis Gross Skincare in New York City as a national and international educator and the opportunity for QVC came up. They wanted to have him and his skincare products on QVC. And he didn't have the time, nor did he really want to do it. He was kind of shy. And since I had a lot of knowledge about the products and I had that tiny bit of experience in front of the camera, they picked me to represent Dr. Gross on TV. So the first lesson is honor your journey because one step leads to the next step and you never know where it's going to take you. So if you're doing something right now and you're feeling a little bit uncomfortable, if you're feeling like, oh, it's so much work or you're just feeling frustrated, just know that you are learning lessons and these lessons you're going to use in the future. So your mess will be your message and your test will be your testimony. So that would be probably lesson number one. But basically, let's get back to how I bombed on national television because that's probably what you're really wanting to know. <laughs> well, I went to a two-day training at the QVC headquarters before my appearance. And according to that workshop director, I did great. So then the day of the show, I had hair and makeup and I'm waiting backstage in the green room. And this is when a few pivotal mind shifts happened. So number one, they give me a warning that if I use any of these claims or if I use any certain words, that the company could be sued and that would cost the company a lot of money. So, for example, if I said that the product would make your pores smaller, then that could be a claim that cannot be proved. So I would have to say it would change the appearance of pores. And I could not say that it would help reduce wrinkles. I would have to say it would change the appearance of the wrinkles. And all of these things that I was used to saying, I now had to censor myself. So things that I just said without thinking about it, all of a sudden, I couldn't say it because it's live TV and it can't be edited. So they told me, you know, that again, it could cost the company a lot of money if I made these claims 
And so now I had to think about every word I was saying, which really kind of threw me for a loop in my mind. The second thing that happened is there was a skincare presenter before me. Her name was Dr. Dines, and she goes on air right before me, and she's talking about her glycolic pads. And that's a similar product to what I was about to be talking about. And of course, I see that her product sells out in moments, um, which of course, she's a well-known doctor and very well liked on that channel. And if you've seen her, she's probably in her 70s, but she looks like not a day over 40. And she's not in that tightly pulled cat woman way. She just looks fantastic. So she's very credible. She's a doctor. She looks fantastic. And then to boot, she has the energy of an angelic grandma. So you feel like she would never steer you wrong and you really want to buy every lotion cream, potion, anything that she sells. So she sells out in minutes with her product. And I can see her numbers because when you're in the, the green room, you can see who's on air and you can see how well they're doing. And the other thing that I should tell you is that QVC, they order products based on how well you do. So there was a lot riding on this for me to get this right. And I'm seeing Dr. Dines sell a similar product at half the price. And I'm the one about to present, and I'm worried about the legal ramifications of saying the wrong words. And then the third thing was, I was told right before I'm about to go on air, that I was paired with a host who had never used or even tried the products. And that makes a big difference. When your host is actually has tried the products and likes the products, then she can actually rave about the products and more people buy. But unfortunately, this host had never tried it. So all of this happens within about 15 minutes before I'm going live on the air. And my head is in a spin. So I show up differently. Instead of being focused on what I want to say and just being natural and confident. Now I am really worried that I'm going to say the wrong thing. I'm super nervous, which shows in my shaking hand, which also makes me even more nervous. And it just continues to snowball. So the numbers showed that we did not sell very much. Not Well, we sold a lot, but just not what we had hoped to sell, what the goal was. And I was very disappointed. So on one hand, I was proud of myself for doing it. It's hard to do live TV, but I also knew that I failed at reaching that sales goal and I felt kind of embarrassed. So I was upset. I was frustrated with the situation. I wanted to blame others, but really I just had to own it and I had to sit with it. And now here's what I didn't know at the time. That on-air experience prepared me for later down the road when I was invited as a guest on Dr. Oz's show to talk about skincare. So again, going back to the fact that we all face struggles, we all feel like a failure. There's always something that will happen where you just don't feel like you measure up. But I want to tell you that you don't know what's around the corner. 
And when the Dr. Oz TV show, the opportunity came into my life, this time I was really ready. And this time, I mean, if I do say so myself, I rocked it. Like I am pretty proud of that moment. And even Dr. Oz said, hey, you're a pretty smart lady which unfortunately that part was not on air, but my husband did hear it because he was in the audience. <laughs> so I remind him that Dr. Oz said I was a very smart lady. So my lesson for you is no matter what you are facing on your beauty business path, again, you know that you've done so much to get yourself here and you don't know what skills that you've already acquired and the knowledge that you acquired, how that will help you in the future. And one of my mentors likes to say, there are no failures. There are only moments of clarity and growth because when you don't get the results you want, you get the lesson. So, so true. I'm going to say it one more time. When you don't get the results you want, you get the lesson. So if you're feeling like a failure, if you're feeling stuck on something or just feeling a struggle, maybe you need to reevaluate, try something new, maybe even pivot, but just know it's all part of your journey and I'm cheering for you to keep going. Okay, my friends, speak to you next week. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Beauty Marketing Simplified Podcast. And if you enjoyed today's episode, we would love to hear from you. Make sure you subscribe, download, and also leave us a review. Let us know any topics that you would like to hear about. And also, definitely refer it to a friend. Thank you again for joining us. I'm signing off. This is April with Grit and Grace, hugs and high fives. See you next week.